Hello, divorced dads. Can I tell you the coolest thing that's happened to me doing this podcast? The coolest thing that's happened to me is hearing from you, hearing your stories, being able to interact with listeners, and helping you on this shitty, shitty journey we call divorce. And guess what? Not only that, during my hiatus, I actually ran into friends, acquaintances, I had no idea that were going through the same thing we are. So let's talk about a few of the the people, both friends, acquaintances, and listeners, that stories, I think, can help all of us. And I think we'll see a theme here. So the first person I want to talk about is, we'll call this person A-bomb. So A-bomb is married to his wife about 15 years plus, 15, 16 years. They have two kids. Now, one kid is from a prior marriage. One kid is from their marriage. And they also have been working together. So they have a business together. They're building a business together. There are a lot of red flags there. I know you're, you're saying the same thing. Uh, and now we've got a situation where the wife, in my eyes, wants a higher standard of living, right? One of these situations where she's been working hard, he's been working hard, um they do well but i think she's seen things maybe that um a bomb can't provide or doesn't feel like he should provide and now it's you're not doing enough i want a higher standard of living that's a bomb now we have another guy and we'll call this guy poop Poop also has two kids, been married about 12, 13 years. Now, his challenge is they live in a very, very affluent area. He does okay, right? He does okay. And this one reminds me a little bit of mine. That's why. Um, But his wife sees things that he cannot provide. Now, she wants a divorce. Why? Because she wants a higher standard of living. Now, they don't say higher standard of living. They say irreconcilable differences. I can't even fucking pronounce that word. But they they can't say that. Irreconcilable differences. Did I say that right? That's, that's the term for we want a higher standard of living. So let's, talk, let's stop and look at both those. We have A-bomb. A-bomb's been working together with his wife for years. Now they have a little bit of a fissure there that I haven't uncovered, which is you have a child from another marriage. Is that causing an issue there? It could be. It, it might not be. I'm not sure. But now you've got 
mysteriously, this isn't good enough for me. I want more. Now with poop, poop has been given a very, I think, difficult situation because he lives in an area where everybody does better than he does. So that's all his wife sees. But what I see here as the crux is, and again, it's the same shit show I had, which is communication. It seems like communication was the breakdown here. And then what I call communication into acceptance. Because we all know, guys, it's easy to communicate. But if you communicate into a rock wall, what do I mean by that? Hey, honey, I'm going through a tough time right now. Actually, we're going through a tough time right now because we're a team. And I need us to cut down here, alleviate there, look at here as a possible thing we shouldn't do. Right? Now, if you have a partner that can understand that and work with you, then you have communication to acceptance. But if you have a situation where it's, honey, we're going through a difficult time and I need this, that, can you help here, there, and you get the rock wall of resistance, which is, no, you're wrong, you should have, no, you didn't, you could have, then that's communication into no acceptance. That's the fucking dead end, folks. That's divorce. So I would say that the first part I can definitely tag, which is looks like there was a possible communication breakdown. The second one I can't, and we all know where that gap is. Was the communication accepted or was the communication thrown back? Now I have a couple others. We'll call the third SD. This is one we hear a lot of in areas I live at, in, which is the wife has been hoarding money while the husband has been working ferociously. Again, where I live, this is a common, common theme. Wife hoarding money while the husband's working ferociously. These are difficult ones, folks, because... Usually when I see this, it's usually the marriage has been broken for a while and this cunning bitch of a wife knows it and she's been building her nest egg. When that's happened, wow, you can be in a lot of trouble, right? I'm trying to get this person on a couple calls to, to guide a little more deeply, uh, but I can tell you right now, this one worries me the most because it seems very premeditated, right? You know, I think in the other ones, you just may have had a communication breakdown and they may not be accepting what they're seeing. When you have premeditation and you have a, a wife that is, that is and has been making conscious maneuvers behind your back, specifically around the finances when she knows what you're doing, then that is, you know, my, 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 my advice is instant protectionism. You've got to protect yourself very quickly. How you do it, tricky, because we know we can't pull money out of the bank account, but you've got to start either creating a secondary bank account, 
find a way to divert some of those funds if you can, right? If some of those jobs are under the table, but you need to start because she's got a head start. Now, the last one makes me really cry. This is, we'll title this person AF. AF is what I call child manipulation at its max. So AF has four children. They're all fairly young. And he had been going through a a husband-wife, let's keep this out of the lawyer's divorce, which if you can, we all know that saves a lot of time and money. But then the wife went to a lawyer. Remember, guys, the other term for lawyer is fucking Satan or Lucifer. Why? Remember, they they get paid and get paid more money to create angst. The more angst they can create, the more money they make. So in AF's situation, the minute they went to the lawyer, here comes the lawyer using the kids and throwing a restraining order at AF. Can't get near your wife. Can't see your kids unless it's under extreme rigid circumstances. And by the way, you're paying max custody. Now, what I told AF and when I see situations like this is this is a lawyer getting ahead of the trial. This lawyer is trying to move to a max custody, max payout trial. And they're doing this like a chess game early. Maybe not as bad as SD that has had his wife manipulating against him with funds, but almost as bad. My weapon in a circumstance like this is the only way to fight a Sith lightsaber is with a purple mace windu lightsaber. You need to attack her with a lawyer that is as good as her lawyer and smash down that restraining order and get back some custody. You gotta fight lightsaber versus lightsaber. Don't walk away from this because if she can move this, remember, perception's reality. If she can move this circumstance to trial, then you can be in trouble. So, those are four examples of live cases that are going on right now. What do we know? We're not alone, folks. There are a lot of people going through the same shit we are. Some can be a little different. Some can be a little more right. Some can be a little more left. But the big takeaway is they have the advantage in this We've got to protect ourselves. You do that two ways. Strategy, real good lawyer. The best is strategy and real good lawyer very early. Remember mine? Mine was the exact opposite. Mine was no strategy, very bad lawyer. So I'm learning and I'm trying to teach you guys through my fucking mistakes. But here are four examples. I have handfuls of others that I'm going to share with you. And 
what I'm trying to do with Anchor is now I think I can actually get some of these guys on video to share their stories. So most importantly, it's why we do this. You're not alone.